Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Ride Along with Jeff and Colleen. Mm-hmm. And we are riding along. Well, we will be shortly. We are pulling out of one of our mysterious stops yes. during the weekend. Yes. All right. So, I just want to thank everyone who's listening, everyone who spread the word, and we really appreciate that. And if you would like to send us an email, you can do so at feedback at ridealongpod.com. If you want to connect to us on many different social media platforms, you can go to ridealongpod.com slash connect. And we appreciate that. So this, we are fanatics about things and the short word for that is fan mm-hmm. and we have liked many things music television shows movies mm-hmm. even theme parks we are fans of such sure and so the question that i want to ask first well for this episode is what's the most fan thing you've ever done as a fan mm-hmm. and it could be crazy or mm-hmm. it could be a little what some people think is a little off but you did it because you're a fan of something so okay what why don't would you that start be? why don't you start and tell me your fan story all right there's one that that definitely stands out and it is. It revolves around Star Wars, of mm-hmm. course. Mm-hmm. And there was a time when I lived in a town. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed and, to? Well, a, a hovel or a, a hamlet or something. Yeah. So. So I, a different town than we live in right uh, now. Right. Correct. Okay. And I was talking to someone grew up knowing Mark Hamill and his family. Okay. Now, again, this is 1977. Okay. So, this person said, well, I know him and his family, very nice people, and they live in town. Oh, okay. And the phone number is in the phone book. Oh, my. And so I said, well, okay, since it's public knowledge, right. it's uh, it's out there. It's, not, it's out I there for anybody to find. Right. I called the number. This is, kids, this is back in the day when you had to look up phone numbers in a phone book. Right. Because you didn't have a smartphone. Yeah, and for, for all you old people, this was in the white pages phone book. Yes. There was white pages and yellow pages. Well, yellow pages were You for young businesses. people don't know what, yeah. what that well, is. they might. So, but... I called the Hamill residence. Oh, my goodness. Mark Hamill's mother answered the phone. Oh, okay. I believe. It was, and Most likely. So, she had some little young person in junior high calling her. <laughs> So it sounded a bit like this. Hello? Is Mark there? 
So she she said, "No, he's not." May I ask who's calling? I said, "Listen, Star Wars is the greatest movie ever, and I I just want you to tell him that he's a great actor and." Star Wars is just a, a great film. And she, I think she kind of laughed a little and she says, I will tell him. And she said, he is in England getting ready for Empire Strikes Back. Oh, nice. And I said, okay, pl- please tell him that. Thank you very much. And she goes, I will. Have a nice day. And I hung up the phone. Now, years later, I was thinking about how weird that was <laughs> you know and and I, I don't know that you would get away with that kind of thing anymore no 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 no, no. But goodness no I, I meant no harm of course it was not. just you, you know you didn't so. demand to know where he was you no. didn't you just asked if he was there and just said you know hey Star Wars is my favorite thing in the world basically without saying that and Mark is my favorite actor. I mean, I, that's really what you said. I, and that was very flattering and very sweet. So, yeah. yeah I don't harmless. even want to think. And you were a teenager. About what would have happened to me. Right? If Mark Hamill would have got on the phone. Oh, dude. Yeah, that would have been kind of crazy. But, you know, my thinking is it was the actual phone number. Because she could have said, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. But, I mean, been. she did connect the yeah. dots and yeah. Gave me good further information. So sure. that that is my fan story. Your fan story. Yes. Okay. I can't think of any others, but you go ahead. I may think of one. I mean, we've done a few things. Like, we've gone to things like Paley Fest. Yes. And seen, you know, uh, panels about shows that we really love and actors and what have you. And, um, you know, we've gotten autographs. We've done really cool stuff. Like, we went up to, you know, Canada and visited where they filmed Once Upon a Time when we ran the podcast. But probably, like, the craziest thing I think I've ever done was when I was a teenager, and before I could drive and then after, before I could drive, my best friend and I would go to um, Angel Games. Like, all of them. I think there was one year, probably the 1983-84 season, where we were literally going to every single home game, with the exception of one or two here and there. I think it may be a total of maybe 10 games we missed, home games. Mm. We were obsessed. And we loved the sport. It was not like we were, like, you know, mad for any of the players, although I kind of had a little crush on a couple of them. But really, it was just we loved the sport so much. And um, we we would go after the game down to the parking lot back in the day when they would park inside of a chain link fenced off area of the, of the parking lot. Uh, this is before they parked them underground and we would wait for them to come out and we would, you know, get them to sign autographs or what have you and talk to them. And it was really cool. We went to an event once where, um, they were doing like charitable auctions of their artwork photography or what have you and we had seen we were waiting in line to get in the door and we were waiting 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 and then I saw a door open and so I just made a beeline for it and I basically pushed past the person coming out of the door and slammed them into the door and when I turned I said oh I'm sorry I turned and looked up and it was Rod Carew Hmm. he was like the biggest deal ever at that point in time and I basically slammed him into a door and um, 
I apologized, and then I kept going because I was trying to go meet Mike Witt, who I was madly in love with. And uh, my he kind of looked at me like, "Whoa, you, you don't want my autograph?" Hmm. I'm like, "Sorry, I gotta go," <laughs> and I just kept going. And um, but the the honestly, and those are you know fun stuff. But to tie in with that, so after we got to the point where I was able to drive, had my driver's license, my my best friend had um, she had a car before I did. She had one of the first Hyundai's ever made. It was a fun little car. <clears throat> but it wasn't anything like zippy, sporty, or whatever. And um, sh- her sister was, I think, still in high school. And she was, like, in love with one of the new players. It was probably 1989, 90, somewhere around there. And she was like, we, we got to follow him. I'm like, what? She goes, yeah, yeah. We, we went to one of the games without you. And like, we ended up like following him and we lost him on the freeway, but we think we know where he lives. I'm like, are you kidding me? And she's like, yeah, yeah, we're really close. We just gotta, we gotta follow him. We know what his car looks like. So I'm like, okay. And, and they go, can you drive? <laughs> I'm like, what? So I drove her car and the minute I saw him pulling out of the, the, you know, parking lot, I knew what his car looked like. He drove a very nice Porsche. Um, and we followed him on the freeway and kept enough of a distance that we just kind of had an eye on him, but we were like kind of hanging back so we wouldn't get suspicious. And sure enough, we followed him all the way home, <laughs> found out where he lived. We didn't do anything. We didn't stalk him. We didn't bother him. We didn't go anywhere. It was just the thrill of the chase. And then we realized how much trouble we could get into if anybody yeah. knew that we had done that. So we kind of kept that quiet. <laughs> we did. And I, and here's the sad part. I can't tell you the player's name. Mm-hmm. I know for sure he's long retired because it's been 30 years. And he was in his 20s at the time. So he's long retired. I don't know. He moved away. He got traded a couple years later. So he's long gone. But it was really funny that, you know, we managed to actually, like, follow him all the way to where he lived. It, it, it is funny, you know, telling these stories. In the moment, you don't think about it. But oh, yeah. now when you, when you tell back, and you hear these stories, you yeah. go, that's stalkery. That, that is, is so stalkery. stalkery. For sure. We totally stalked you know? him. And it's like, wow. But, but so. the, and again, I'm going to look. Yes, yes. By virtue of the fact that we followed him home when we had no <laughs> invitation to do so. <laughs> Yes, that is sorry. However, I will say that's where it ended. Right. I swear to God, nothing else happened. We didn't sure. go. We didn't sit outside his house. We didn't do anything like that. And I swear, he literally got transferred the next season, if I recall correctly. Yeah. So it was like one of those things where it was like, it was a very short-lived little, it was just a, it was kind of the, the, the knowledge that we had. It was kind of cool. All right. I have one more story and then we'll wrap it up. Okay. This is not stalkery at all I my grandmother and grandparents actually had Dodger season tickets oh yeah and so we went to a number of games and one day I may tell you the story of going to game one of the 1988 World Series maybe so anyway yeah. We went to a Dodger game one night with my grandmother, and one of my cousins went, and I think a friend of hers. Okay. And so we were sitting there. It was on the loge level, the little thin level. Anyway. <laughs> the thin level? Yeah. There's, yeah. So we, <laughs> oh, we were funny. there, and I looked over, 
and I saw Harvey Corman. Oh, wow. And so I told Lisa, I said, look, go over, because you could, t- you could tell her just about anything. <laughs> she would do it. So I said, go over there. Your cousin's awesome, by the way. Go, yes. I go over and say hi to um, Harvey Corman and ask him if he would sign an autograph. And mm-hmm. so she's, okay. You know, because it was a baseball game and, you know, it's not always riveting. It's just, you know. So she went over there and she came back and she was kind of in a huff and she sat down. And I said, well, what did he say? He goes, it's not him. I said, what? She said, I got over there and I said, hi, Harv. I said, you called him Harv? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said, come on. Oh, my gosh. And so, you know, she and he said, she said, hi, Harv. Can we have an autograph? And he looked at me and he says, people get me confused with Harvey Corman all the time. And I'm really, frankly, getting tired of it. And so then she came back and I go, and you believed him? <laughs> she said, well, that's what he told me. I said, first of all, he's an actor. Second of all, he's a comedian. I mean, you come on now. And I can't remember if she went back over there. Let's just kind of leave it as we didn't. <laughs> and and But I think I think she went back and, and just said, look, I don't want to bother you. Just... We think you're great, and and thanks for everything. And I, I think he kind of, I think he still played the, <laughs> like, I'm telling you, I'm not Harvey Corman. <laughs> so, but that oh, that funny. is that is my my other fan story. So, okay, dear listeners, do you have any stories of being a fan of something, and you've done something now? It would probably be good if you left out anything that, you know, like against the law or things like that. But if maybe you saw uh, a a celebrity or an entertainment icon maybe in this grocery store and you just kind of said hello, something like that. And also, I I just want to throw this out there. We have a, a friend on Facebook that goes to a lot of plays and performances and she has gotten a lot of pictures and autographs and different things and i don't know how she's done it i think she waits at the back i think there's a rear entrance where they all leave and you just kind of wait there yeah and And it's kind of known that if you're cool that you know you can get a picture and and all that but if you've done that let us know about that yeah so, I mean, I've done a few of those, too. But not, like, um, like at the end of a play or anything. I've gone to specific events where they they know to expect that they're going to get people wanting to have autographs and pictures and stuff. Yeah, we also have friends that have done that for uh, television shows, uh-huh. like in New York, like morning TV shows, where the celebrities come out of their car yeah. and they wave and sign a few autographs and that kind of yeah. thing. So that happens. But... Uh, tell us your story. Remember, uh, you can email us at feedback at ridealongpod.com. And if you really like what we're doing, you can subscribe to us. And you can go to ridealongpod.com slash subscribe and subscribe to us. And um, that's it. And just like we always say, it's always best to ride along with friends. And 
we think you are our friends, and we thank you for coming along with us and spreading the word about our podcast. It's very true. Until next time, this is Jeff and Colleen saying see you later. Bye-bye. Bye.